I might sound a little crappy today, people. Sorry about that. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're listening uh, to the Frankie D Show right now on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Uh, Ding the bell. Hit the subscribe button. You're supposed to smash that subscribe button, right? Smash it. Uh, I said ding the bell. There's always one I'm forgetting. Well, do whatever the hell you're supposed to do on YouTube. Give me the thumbs up. That's what it's supposed to be, right? Give me the thumbs up. And if you're listening on any of the recorded platforms, make sure you, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, any of those, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on those and keep listening to the episodes on those recorded platforms. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right? Sound good? So all you just got to do is remember the Frankie D Show, and you will be able to find me. All right, as I said in the beginning there, I hope the YouTube people got to hear it. I know sometimes it cuts out a few seconds in the beginning on YouTube, but as I said uh, when I started this up, I might sound a little crappy today, and that's because I've got all sorts of fucking noises going on around here. There's usually always parts of this show. I hope you guys don't notice them just because, you know, I'm into a topic, and hopefully you guys are just into the topic. Uh, where that this noise comes up, it's like a shh. And uh, now I got double the noise today. There's always one thing that turns on. Actually, it just turned off, so now it shouldn't be as bad. But now I got another thing in the corner uh, that is on today. It's This is the uh, bad side of doing a uh, podcast in a basement. But it's the only place I got to do it. I have nowhere else to do it. So I guess it's either, you know, I... Do it here and have some shitty noises some weeks, or I just don't do it at all, and I want to do a show, so here we go. So yeah, again, sorry about that. One thing did just turn off. It might turn back on. The other thing making noise is still going right now. It's actually, though, in the headphones. This other thing going, I don't hear too much, so the other thing is worse, and that just turned off, so hopefully you guys don't hear it. If you do, I'm sorry. Nothing much I could do about it. Okie dokes, let's get uh, into the show then. So, first thing I want to talk about, you know, it's funny, I don't really have, I usually start off the show, I'll read something like real quick beforehand, and it's like, it just is on my head, and I'm like, oh, I got to just talk about that for a few seconds. There is nothing that I really read that that happened to, where I don't have like a full topic uh, to go with it. You know, and I just want to talk about some random-ass subject. I, I, You know, I always kind of like those in the beginning of the shows. I don't know if you guys do. But, yeah, I don't have one this week, so sorry about that. Oh, man. There, There's always those topics where I'm just like, huh, should I make a full topic out of this? Get the full article up, maybe get a video up with it. Really spend, you know, 15 minutes, give or take, talking about it. And uh, I'm like, no, it doesn't deserve that much time. But it is interesting, and it's on my head, so I just got to talk about it. I I guess I had none of those. I felt like nothing this week that, you know, I would talk about on the show. Like, not too much happened. There's one thing that, you know, I know one of, not one, one, that I know, oh, you guys must be like, all right, well, he's probably definitely going to talk about that, because... You know, I, I couldn't talk about it last week. It didn't happen yet. And that is a Jake Paul uh, subject. And then I have another one, another subject that's uh, a little more geared towards the uh, Frankie D show also. But yeah, I have none of those uh, just random subjects where I just kind of talk about Actually, you know what? Never mind. Here we go. I do have one. Only because I just mentioned Jake Paul and I mentioned this uh, last week in the beginning of the show. I said Logan Paul was going to be wrestling at SummerSlam for the WWE. So, you know, everyone knows the WWE, the 
company that Vince McMahon owned that I said he retired because of all the scandal season. So yeah, Jake Paul's brother, Logan. You know what's funny? I feel it used to be the other way around. When people would talk about Jake, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's Logan Paul's brother. Now it's the other way around. Jake is the more popular one, you know, mostly because of these boxing matches. And uh, I get Logan was only really the popular one just because of the uh, Japanese suicide incident he had. Honestly, before that, I never even knew either of those dudes existed. And I know one was on Disney. Jake was on Disney Channel. But I feel like that that, uh, the Japanese suicide woods thing that happened with Logan Paul. That's really what got him, like, more mainstream. That got him more mainstream at the time than his brother, who was actually on a mainstream channel, you know, Disney. But anyway, Jake Paul's brother, Logan Paul. A lot of people just know them both, though, now. They both have had boxing matches. Jake's have obviously been bigger. Logan, were smaller. His was against KSI, a YouTuber. Tied the first one, lost the second one. Clearly not as good as Jake at boxing. But sure, he made a lot of money off of it. I actually hear he's uh, training for another boxing match right now. He was on the Pat McAfee show, Logan Paul. And he was ta- you know, training that very second. Like he just took a break from training just to uh, do a video call with Pat McAfee. For those of you that don't know, Pat McAfee was a punter, I think, for the Colts. And he's a commentator for WWE. And he is a radio host slash podcaster slash whatever. Makes a fuck ton of money. But anyway, apparently Logan's training for a uh, another boxing match right now. But anyway, I, I mentioned last week he would be uh, performing in WWE for the pay-per-view SummerSlam. Took a, I watched it, and honestly, Logan Paul did uh, very well. I mean, he's a very athletic person. You could see he's in very good shape. At the end of the day, he is an entertainer. He got, you know, famous from YouTube, so he is an entertainer at the end of the day. And that's what the WWE is about, right? It's about athleticism and entertainment. And he honestly did, you know, well. He was doing backflips and jumping off the ropes onto tables, and I was actually very surprised. You know, it's funny, because growing up, wrestling was very fun to watch. You know, uh, b- back, uh, honestly, before I had uh, started watching it, in like the 90s and stuff, you know, it was the storylines were crazy, you know, there was a shock factor to it. Oh, fuck, here, the, uh, that other thing just turned on. Sorry, noise might be happening right now. But anyway, uh, there was some shock factor to it, matches were nuts. And then, you know, as time went on, it started changing. And it's just gotten very, uh, I don't know, shitty. And I, I, you know, I doubt Logan ever had a thought of even uh, being in WWE. But now that he's uh, in it, seems like he's enjoying it. Did a good job at it. I don't know. There's not too much more to say about it. <laughs> go check it. Go check him out, though. I mean, he he was pretty entertaining, uh, jumping off the. Uh, the ropes onto the table. That's all I can really say. So, there we go. It is kind of sad, though, that someone who, you know, came from YouTube, again, he was an athlete, like, in, you know, high school and stuff. You know, he was a a high school wrestler. It's kind of sad that he could get so well, he could do so well in WWE so fast, where there's people, where there's wrestlers that they like work their whole lives to be wrestlers and be in WWE and they suck. Like I was saying, it used to be fun to watch. Now it's not that fun to watch anymore. Then you get Logan in there who showed a lot of those guys up. It's like, wait, he's, he has only trained for so many months for this and he's good. And then these other dudes have trained their whole lives. I think that shows that, uh, I don't know, they're not picking the right people. Well, Vince McMahon stepped down. Maybe it'll be fun again. Maybe we'll be seeing it on... uh, Maybe it'll be more mainstream again, like when The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and shit were in it. But anyway... Okay, that's my random subject for the beginning. Didn't think I'd have one this week, but there we go. Hey! (laughs) 
Okie dokes. I'm going to uh, now get on to the first subject. We'll go right on to Jake Paul now and how his fight was canceled. Also, hello, Eric Kirk. Happy TGIF to you. All right, so uh, the first subject here, like I was just saying, is how the Jake Paul versus Haseem Rockman Jr. fight was canceled. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking pissed about that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I really wanted to see it. Whether whether he lost or won, I really wanted to see it. I, I really like when people get uh, pissed just over Jake Paul. They want to see him get his ass knocked out, and that brings the entertainment value to me. I don't, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, he's not doing good for the sport of boxing. He's ruining it, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck about that. I give a fuck about the entertainment, and that's what he brings. Also, it is funny because I do know a bit of UFC fighter names. You know, I, I especially, uh, when I was younger, I, you know, I forget, back around 2009, give or take, maybe 2008. and I, uh, Yeah, probably 2008, actually, to, I don't know, 2011, 2012. I was very into the UFC, watching it. You know, so I learned a lot of fighters' names back then and stuff. I was into watching it then. But I, I never really got into boxing. I always respected the sport of boxing. I always wanted to try boxing out. I thought it's a good way to stay in shape and to learn some, you know, some self-defense, you know, to teach you how to fight and shit. But, yeah, I never really got into it. never learned any of the boxers' names or anything. And I will say, now that, uh, you know, Jake Paul wants to box boxers, it is getting the word of boxing out more, whether people say it's ruining it or not. I would have ne- honestly, I would have never knew uh, Haseem Rockman Jr. existed if it wasn't for Jake Paul. I think I had heard of his dad before, but ne- never knew he existed, honestly. Never heard of Tommy Fury also before all this. I knew who Tyson Fury was. Never heard of Tommy Fury. So it's getting the names of uh, other people out there. I mean, that's just my two cents on it, but, you know. Again, at the end of the day, I don't really give a fuck if people are like, he's ruining the sport. It's like, well, he's getting me to watch till he loses, then I'll stop watching him. I'm like, well, no point in watching him anymore. But anyway, yeah, the uh, Haseem Rockman Jr. Uh, fight was canceled. Jake Paul versus Haseem Rockman Jr. Uh, Haseem Rockman Jr. apparently was not making weight. Now, there's some rumors on this. Uh... There's rumors that he wasn't making weight. Now that that's de- I don't even know if that's a rumor. I think that's a definite fact that he he wasn't gonna make weight for the fight. Might have even seen a story saying he was tampering the scales or something, but I don't know. I didn't I didn't really look into that. But anyway, there's some other uh, rumors saying Madison Square Garden wasn't making money on this. We'll talk. I'll talk about that a little more uh, a little bit more in a little bit. Uh, now, I did hear that Jake Paul said that was bullshit. They were making money. And I think I even saw Madison Square Garden said, no, we were going to make money on this. So, I, you know, it, that was a rumor. It looks like it was debunked. I mean, if Jake just said that, then you might be like, yeah, it's still bullshit. But from what I understand, Madison Square Garden, they made a, a stip public statement too saying, no, we were, we were going to make money on this. But I, I don't know. It's like, why wouldn't Haseem Rockman Jr. lose the weight? Like, I heard it, like, within three weeks, he had only lost a pound or something. It's like, bro, in three weeks, you only lost a pound? Like, I could take a shit and lose more than a pound. He had to lose... He, I, he had to go down to... I think he was 216. And he had to go down to 200. And in three weeks, I think he only lost one pound. He went down to 215. Then, apparently, his team reached out to Jake's team. And they said, uh, they said, uh, can, can we do 205? That's 10 pounds for him to lose. Can we do 205? From my understanding, Jake Paul is 190. So, you know, you, you know, he's somewhere between 190 and 200. From what I was hearing, he's 190. So, I hear that Jake says, yeah, we'll do 205. Then, I don't know how many days, how many weeks go by, we, whatever. Uh, they reach back out to Jake's team, and they say, no, we want 215. 
we he, we want him to fight at 215. And they were like, uh, no. I mean, we we already went with you on the 205 and, you know, didn't really want to. Sign a contract for 200, right? And we let you go to 205. We're not. We're not doing 215. You go fuck yourself. So then apparently Seam Rockman Jr.'s team was like, all right, we're, we're pulling out of the fight then. Fuck you. It's like, wait, what? Seam Rockman Jr., like, do you not want money? Win or lose, do you, do you not want money? That'd be the biggest payday you're going to get, right? So I, I just don't really understand that. So now the question is, who will Jake Paul fight next? And when will he fight next? Because I don't fucking know. I do got the uh, videos of him talking about this Jake Paul on Twitter. So we're going to play it, see what he says. Um, Let me see. I'm just checking the chat. Mr. A said, Papa is here. Can't chat much, but I'm here. All right, Mr. A. All right, I'm going to play these uh, videos to see what uh, Jake Paul said. Come on, let's see. Here we go. Alrighty, folks, emergency press conference. You may have seen the news. Hasim Rockman Jr. has pulled out of the fight. This is Ooh. not a joke. I am devastated. I cannot fucking believe this. We just found out this news. And it- see, when I first like heard about this, all this and everything, I was like, hmm. Now this is a boxer. Maybe Jake was a little scared. Maybe this was all you know planned and stuff. But. I don't know. From what I understand, he's like really like not just because he didn't fight. Now I think he's losing money on it. I heard uh, his brother say to someone, I don't even remember what interview he was in. Like he's got to pay people now. Plane tick, uh, not plane tickets, plane rides and everything. I don't know. He'd like There's a lot of money he's losing here. I don't think he'd want to lose that much money and then not gain the money from the fight j- just to spare, you know, him from losing. So I, I do think this sounds like a C. Hockman Jr. did just pull out, but who knows? This is just another case of a professional boxer, just like Tommy Fury, being scared to fight me. It's as clear as day that these guys have been so unprofessional to work with, looking for any excuse to suck more money out of this event, to, to coerce us into doing things. And from the jump, I knew... Well, you know what's funny? I'm going to talk about it in a, a little bit. Joe Rogan actually commented on that and he does think like even if they could beat him like they are a little scared because what if jake does happen to get a knockout on them like he knows that if rogan was saying they know he's actually pretty good at this so well we'll get though into that a little bit later but let's in the bottom of my heart that this guy didn't want to get into the ring with me it's as clear as day here's what happened long story short so he signed a contract to fight me at 200 pounds and was going to cut the weight down to 200 pounds. This is not a big cut for him, right? He- Doesn't sound like it if he was uh, 216, right? He's a big guy with a ton of weight to lose. So he sent a video into the commission the first time he weighed in at 216 pounds. The commission wanted to track his weight cut to make sure he was doing it in a healthy way. Okay. Three weeks later, the commission asked him for an update on his weight. He sends a video weighing 215 pounds, meaning in three weeks, he only lost one pound. Yeah, like, what the hell is that? Like, it was almost like he was planning on pulling out from the beginning. Like, he didn't even make it look like he was trying to lose weight. Like, what the hell is that about? So the commission was like, hey, man, you're not cutting the weight properly. We don't want you to lose it all in the last day. We're going to have to change this fight to 205 pounds. My team calls me up. They're like, hey, man, do you want to change? They want to change the weight to 205 pounds. That's a big difference. You normally fight at 190 pounds. Do you want to do the fight still? I said, no problem. Let's do it. And even like, let's think about it. 190 to 205. That's a pretty decent difference. You know, 15 pounds, I don't know. To me, that seems like a pretty good difference. I, I Honestly, if he signed a contract for 200, I'd say no. Tell him to get his lazy ass to lose the extra five pounds. But whatever. He was like, I'll take on the extra five pounds. 205 pounds. He's gonna ha- he already has a weight advantage, height advantage, reach advantage, all of these things. But whatever. I know I can still beat his ass at 205 pounds. And that was that. We move forward. And then today, out of nowhere, his team calls and says, Hasim's not going lower than 215 pounds. If the fight's not at 215 pounds, then we're pulling out. My manager goes, fuck you guys. You're not in control of this. Yeah, we already you. agreed to five more pounds. 
He is a big guy, losing 10 pounds. Everyone knows in the sport of boxing that is an easy weight cut. People do that. UFC champions cut 25 pounds overnight to make weight. A 10 pound weight cut for a heavyweight is nothing. This is clearly an excuse. So they say, okay, the fight's not at 215, we're out. The biggest payday of his lifetime. Oh, that video ended. Hold on, there's part two to that. Say, okay, the fight's not at 215, we're out. The biggest payday of his life times 10. And he's fumbling it. For Ooh, what? Because he just, knows he's... Just like Tommy fumbles. What is with these boxers that aren't boxing him? Like, you, you would think, you know, with all the shit you talked saying, you know, he's not a real boxer and shit, and, you know, it would be an easy way. And you would think you would just try to cut that weight as fast as possible. Make sure you're ready. I mean, the guy's dad, remember in the press conference, the guy's dad literally said... In his past fights, he wasn't pre really prepared for those. But this one, they'd make sure he'd be prepared for it just to make sure, you know, Jake gets his ass knocked out. But clearly, he wasn't training or preparing at all because in three weeks, he could only lose one pound. Like, come on. Maybe they were just... Maybe they were really just thinking that Jake Paul is so cocky that he knew the the best way, Hasim Rockman Jr., knew the best way to knock him out would be to stay heavier than him, like as heavy as he could stay. And they thought that if they say, well, we want to do 215, Jake would be cocky and be like, yeah, I'll still beat his ass at 215. Let's be for real, Jake's not stupid. I, you know, he's not stupid. He's not going to take that. So, you know, I don't know. That That's just a theory there. He's going to get knocked out by me. The pressure starts to set in, and it's exactly what happens with all of these guys. Same shit with Tommy Fury. I'm sick of it. I'm devastated. I apologize to everyone on the undercard. Amanda Serrano, I know you were working hard. Ashton Silva, I know you were working hard. Yeah, now all, the, now all the undercard fights, like from what I understand, this is done now. I mean, you do need a big main event for Madison Square Garden. And so from what I understand, like all these people, they're not getting paid now. From what I understand, like all these fights are gone. So all these people train for months and, uh, you know, they're getting ready to make some money. They, they take time out of their day every day to train for these fights and then bam, undercard's gone now. Like, what the hell? This is absurd. There's nothing I can do about it. I apologize to the fans and uh, I'll be back at some point. Say, okay, the fight's not at 2.15, we're out. All right, so uh, there was uh, what, you know, Jake said about it. I don't know, they, you know, I, I wanted to see it. I I do feel bad for, you know, the people on the undercard there. You know, I don't know. That just kind of, it sucks. I, I blame it on Hasim Rockman Jr. I guess we could blame it on Tommy Fury to begin with. He was supposed to fight him. And then he bailed out. And now Hasim Rockman Jr. didn't lose the weight. So, I don't know. I mean, that's, that is two boxers that uh, did back out of the uh, Jake Paul fights, but... All right, let's uh, see. All right, Eric Kirk, see you in the chat there. I will catch you around, my friend. All right. Well, uh, if anyone else has anything to say there in the chat about the uh, Jake Paul topic, go for it, but I will be uh, moving on. But, yeah, I don't know. You know, everyone likes to say, oh, you know, Jake couldn't beat a boxer. And in all honesty, I kind of, there, there really was a big parts of me saying, I think this is going to be Jake's first loss. I'm not necessarily, like I've said, I'm not necessarily like, oh, Jake Paul fan, I'd like to be friends with the dude or anything. But I do like how he gets the people going with these boxing matches, having majority of the people just hate on him. But, uh, I don't know, after Tommy pulls out and then this guy pulls out, I'm not saying they think that Jake would beat them, but I do think they think, shit, this is just going to be too embarrassing if we do actually lose to him. And they don't even want to give it a shot. But, again, what the hell do I know? Right, I'm going to go on to the next topic, which is kind of a continuation of this topic, and I mentioned it, you know, a few minutes ago. Uh, I, Joe Rogan had some thoughts on the, the uh, Jake Paul 
fight, the Jake Paul boxing match versus Haseem Rockman Jr. Now, one thing I do disagree with Joe Rogan here is he did say, like, who wanted to even see that fight? I wanted to see it. You know, everyone's saying they want to see him box a real boxer. Honestly, I'm one of those people. It's been talked about so much. He was supposed to box a real boxer. I wanted to see it. As long as they were in a similar weight range. So, you know, I definitely disagree with uh, Joe and this guy he's talking to. I don't even know the guy he's talking to. Um, you know, there's the other guy just, I don't know, probably just trying to suck Joe's dick. He just goes, uh, I didn't want to see it either. It's like, why? What what makes this one not fun to watch? But Joe Rogan keeps talking about the Tyron Woodley boxing match. What made that one more fun than this one? I don't know. I right, we will see what uh, Joe Rogan has to say on this. One second. I hear they go. The Jake Paul fight's just been cancelled. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, and that's been cancelled because his opponent couldn't lose 16 pounds. Allegedly. Oh, here we go. Allegedly. You know, yeah, he he could have lost it. He just chose. Now, you know, it's what's, what's Rogan getting at here? Most likely that was cancelled uh, for numerous reasons. That may have been one of them. And for numerous reasons. Well, what, let's name some of these reasons, Rogan. Come on. But the allegations that I'm hearing are that they sold so few tickets that it would be a real problem in terms of, like, financially to even break even. See, again, I, I know Rogan said that. I think, you know, a bit of people are talking about it right now. And in ways, I could believe that. I feel like this one's not being talked about as much as even as the Ben Askren fight. I feel like the Ben Askren one was really talked about a lot. And Jake picked the first, per, the perfect first UFC opponent. Because I do remember everyone really thought Jake was going to get his ass beat. Everyone was like, oh, finally he's going against a fighter. Yeah, he's going to get his ass knocked out, finally. And then Jake knew what he was doing. He knew he, he could knock this guy out. Tubby, you know, tubby dude that didn't really train much. Uh, but I don't know. I like, let's see. Let's keep There's, going. They what Dana White said that he had heard they had only sold a million dollars worth of tickets. If you want to turn the lights on in Madison Square Garden, it costs a half a million dollars. You you have to sell a lot of fucking tickets. See, you know, and again, kind of what I was even just about to say. Apparently. Jake Paul said, no, this is bullshit, but, you know, you never really can believe Jake Paul from what I was seeing just in headlines. Didn't read the articles, just in headlines. Apparently, Madison Square Garden was actually, uh, you know, on Jake's side. And I'm not saying they would have said, no, yeah, Rogan's right. Yeah, we weren't selling tickets. Maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't have. But, uh, uh, you know, most likely they just wouldn't have said anything. And you would just be guessing right now. If they're going out of their way to say... No, J- Jake's right. Rogan's wrong, pretty much. I got to believe that Rogan is wrong on that. If you want to make some money in Madison Square Garden. And if you want to make money on pay-per-view, there's a threshold. Like, say, uh, up until like 100,000 buys, depending on what the deal is, you might not make any money. And then after 100,000 buys, then you start making money. And who the fuck wanted to see that fight? Me. Me. I did. I did. I didn't want to see it. Nobody. Liar. You want to see that fight? But I think that if he had fought someone who was a uh, like a either a ranked opponent or someone with a big name, like Jake Paul is obviously very popular and people and he's very talented. Like he knocked out Tyron Woodley. Man, Rogan really loves that Tyron Woodley knockout. I mean, it was a fun knockout. Don't get me wrong, but man, Rogan really brings the Tyron Woodley knockout up a lot. But you're gonna get a lot of people that say. Well, yeah, he's a UFC fighter. And I'm actually, you know, I, I agree with those people. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, he wasn't trained his whole career in boxing, even though, let's be for real, he did train for both those fights. But, you know, I, you know, so it's not like he was uh, super unprepared or anything. But uh, I, let's, let's see what else Rogan's got to say here. Who's one of the greatest welterweight champions in the history of the UFC. Well, that, that is the UFC. Now, see, what Rogan would say to those people that are saying, well, yeah, but, again, that's UFC, not boxing. Rogan would be like, dude, I know way more about fighting than you do. Like, 
I'm a fucking analyst for UFC. Like, I, I know how boxers box. I know how UFC fighters box. I am more knowledgeable than you in fighting in every sort of way. So shut the fuck up and just listen to me. <laughs> you know, I think that's what he would say when people try to throw out uh, that Jake's only beaten UFC fighters and shit like that. I mean, obviously Tyron Woodley's not a boxer. His background was in wrestling, but we're t- you're still talking about an elite combat sports athlete, and Jake Paul flatlined him with one punch. That is true. He's legit. I'm, I, I believe, and I've watched him hit mitts. I've watched him work out. I've watched him spar. I think he's legit. I think he could be a legit pro boxer. And I also think that if he, he wasn't Jake Paul and you watched his performance, like the way he knocked out Tyron Woodley, if he was just an up-and-coming boxing contender, I would say, that guy's a fucking killer. Keep an eye on him. The way he- Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that. I really do think that if Jake were just a random-ass kid, that, I guess he's an adult, but, you know, random-ass dude that was just training in boxing, that just started training, too, in his 20s, and then he takes on a UFC fighter, you know, like Tyron Woodley. And he just knocked him out. And he was just this unknown dude that just started boxing in his 20s. You'd be like, holy fuck, he just knocked out. Good, good for you, bro. Especially the fact that Tyron Woodley did train for months, too. But, I don't know. Some people disagree with that, but I, I do think uh, they just can't take the Jake Paul factor out of their head. I, I know, as hard as they could try to do it, I just don't think most people can. But I, I am one of those people, I actually do agree with uh, Joe Rogan on that. He knocked out Tyron Woodley is serious. I'm like, I would tell everybody, have you seen this guy, Jake Paul? He's the shit. He's real. He's a fuck, that Nate Robinson guy that he knocked out, the weight. It's not just that he knocked out an NBA player. That's no big deal. It's the way he did it. He knocked him out like a stone-cold killer. He knew exactly what he was doing. He slid away, cracked him with a right hand, and dropped him. It's, he's real. He's got real talent. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be punched by Jake Paul. He would, Honestly, though, you know, if, there, if, if, if I would take the Madison Square Garden fight and they were going to give me all the money, I'd let him, I'd let him pop me. One good punch, I'd go down. If I could take all that money for it, I would say, Jake, you got an opponent, but no one would pay to watch me get knocked out by him. Unfortunately, I wonder if they'd let me use like a skateboard or something. You know, it's like, all right, you could uh, use a skateboard to hit him with. I wonder then if people would be like, all right, we'll we'll pay to watch that. That you know, we might have a fight going. I, I got to contact his team. The Jake Paul boxing match is now going on this Saturday, August sixth. It will be me boxing Jake Paul, but when. I, uh, if he doesn't knock me out within 10 seconds, I will be grabbing a skateboard to hit him with. You know, the Ben Askren knockout, it's not impressive to knock out Ben Askren because Ben Askren is just an elite wrestler. He also had a hip I mean, come on, just an elite wrestler? Wasn't he a UFC champion? Am I wrong with it? Let me, I need to look that up now. Ben Askren, UFC. Was he champion? I don't even know. (laughs) Some of this shit I talk about on here just goes out of my head. Um, let me see. I'm trying to look this up. Well, I can't find it. I'll have to look it up another time. But let's be free. He was a UFC fighter. Let's see actually Ben's asking his records right now. 22 matches and 19 wins. I mean... Come on, if you're going to give Tyron Woodley some credit, you got to give Ben Askren some sort of credit. I mean, he's a fighter too. Some people were saying Conor McGregor should take this fight, but then you'd get too many people bitching how, oh, he just took another UFC fighter on. That was just playing all along, blah. Placement before that and kind of probably barely trained striking for that fight. He, was, he doesn't have like this deep background in striking where he became, where he was like a really dangerous opponent. But the way he did it, He's cracking him with one punch and flatlining him. Like that's he's legit. Jake Paul is legit talented. It, it is funny how much uh, credit he's giving him because again, you do got to realize this guy has been watching fighting for a long time, and not like other people watch it. Like th- this guy, you know, he Joe Rogan is actually at all the UFC events. Like that's something I'll give him credit for. Sometimes I'll I'll bust on his uh, show even though it's the most listened to podcast, but just because, you know, I don't find it very uh, entertaining. Like, you know, 
Joe Rogan was a fan of Howard Stern. Joe Rogan said he tried basing his his show off of Opie and Anthony. It was his favorite radio show, and both those shows I found very entertaining. Then we have him. It's like, wait, what? But the UFC stuff, I'll give him credit for. I mean, he's there all the time. He's been doing it for years. So, it, you know, it, it is something, in my opinion, that he's given Jake Paul this credit. You know, it can't be too bad. But you got to have a fucking dance partner. And even though Rockman is uh, Hasim Rockman's son, and, you know, there's, there's legacy to that, and he's like 12-1 and one as a professional. He lost his last fight, but he's still 12-1 and one as a professional he's, as far as credentials go. Yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty good. Again, why didn't he want to see that fight? Did he just think he was going to decimate Jake, or I don't know? He's bigger than Jake Paul, and they wanted him to be at 200 pounds, so he had, he's supposed to weigh in at, like, no more than 205, and he was, like, 215, and that's why they're canceling the fight. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe. I buy it. The, the interest in this fight was a lot less than they had anticipated. He was supposed to be fighting Tommy Fury. Yeah. Tommy well, Fury, who's, you know... Now, you know, you could type this in if you want to. Who'd you rather see, Jake Paul box, Tommy Fury or Haseem Rockman Jr.? Personally, I'd rather see Tommy Fury first because, one, people said he was worse. So, you know, I do think you should keep working up rather than go to someone, you know, extremely better than you. Now, if Haseem Rockman Jr., he thought was on his radar, then maybe do Tommy Fury first, then Haseem Rockman Jr., also, I thought the parallels were kind of funny. Uh, you know, Jake, you know, YouTuber that's trying to box, and then, I shouldn't say trying to, the YouTuber that's boxing now. And Tommy Fury apparently was a reality TV star who was a boxer. So, the, you know, there's some sort of parallels there. But, I don't know. I, I would have been fine with the Seam Rockman Jr. also. You guys could uh, put in the chat there if... You want to tell me who who you'd rather see in box, uh, Tommy Fury or Hasim Rockman Jr.? Second time that Tommy's pulled out. Yeah. Five. Yeah, twice Tommy Fury pulled out. Jesus, I don't think he's getting another chance. I don't think Jake will give him another chance. If Jake gives him one more chance and Tommy pulls out a third time, there is no way Jake will ever even think about boxing him again. Right. No, it can be because of originally an injury, I think, back in last year, and then this time it was something to do with immigration problems. But in the last two fights that Jake's had, three people have pulled out. Yeah, well, it's because... Yeah, Tommy pulled out twice now, Hasim Rockman Jr. Now let's see what Rogan has to uh, say about that. Problems. But in the last two fights that Jake's had, three people have pulled out. Yeah, well, it's because he's fucking good. He's good, man. Well, this... he's, it's, he run, you run a real risk of getting knocked the fuck out if you fight Jake Paul. So, Rogan is saying there, Tommy Fury and Haseem Rockman Jr., he thinks they might have pulled out because Jake Paul he, is actually good, and they're, they're scared that they might actually get knocked out by a freaking YouTuber. And he, Not he's got that, nothing to lose as well. Right. You, yeah, he's got nothing to lose. It's like, well, what, you know, who, if he loses, then all right, then people are just like, see, he lost. But if the boxers lose, it's like, well, you're supposed to be professional boxers. You shouldn't be losing to a YouTuber run a real risk of getting knocked the fuck out by Jake Paul. <laughs> and that's like because of the way he acts and behaves and because it's so funny the way he acts like what he's done is really kind of amazing because he's like created this persona that's like easily mocked but you can't mock his fucking skills. So like these guys can mock him and talk all kinds of crazy shit but when you get in the ring with them that fucking dude can fight that sports expert, right? I literally do that for a living. Uh, let's see. I think that is about, uh, the end of it there. I'm a martial arts expert. I will tell you, uh, without doubt, that fucking dude can fight. All right, so we'll end it with that. Rogan is saying Jake Paul can fucking fight. He is an expert. And I, that, that is something I do, like I just said, I do give Rogan credit for. He's been doing this UFC analyzing shit for years now. So, I, you know, he, he knows what he's talking about. Again, maybe not, a, you know, a boxing one, but in UFC, but that stands for something, for sure. Let's see, Mr. A said Rockman. He said Fury is a nobody. I, I feel Fury's more of a somebody, actually. If you're going with that, Fury's more of a somebody than uh, Seam Rockman Jr. I mean... Tyson Fury's his brother, so he just, and he was on a reality show, so I feel like that just puts his name out there. Seam Rockman Jr., his dad, 
was supposed to, you know, was a, a good boxer and stuff. But I still think there's a lot of people that don't know who his dad was. A lot of people uh, might have heard of his brother, so they know his last name, or they might have heard of uh, maybe that reality show he was on. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. In, in terms of fighting, though, it sounds like Seam Rockman Jr. is definitely better. But that's also another reason why I'd want him to fight uh, Fury first. Again, he's not really, like, a pro boxer. So you got to work up to better people. So you start with Fury. See if you can beat him. If you can beat him, now, all right, you got a little better. You Now you boxed a real boxer. Now the next fight, you go to a boxer that's even a little bit better. That could be Haseem Rockman Jr. Now you might actually be able to beat him since you boxed a real boxer. But that's just my take on it. You could put your take, uh, Mr. A, on it there in the chat. I am going to take a quick break, though, and come back with the, uh, the last topic. Sound good? All right. Let's see. We'll do an old trivia again. I did them the last two weeks. I'll do one again this week. Either next week I need to try to get a new one in, or maybe we'll do Mike Montone's break again. I don't know. All right. Enjoy the trivia. Here we go. All right. Trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. So the categories are geography, movies, children's literature, sports, and U.S. states. All right, so the first question, the category is geography. Machu Picchu is located in what country? Again, Machu Picchu is located in what country? I have no clue if I pronounced that right, Machu Picchu. It kind of reminds me of Pokemon seeing Pichu, you know, like Pichu and Pikachu. That definitely won't help you get the answer to the question, but that is what Pichu reminds me of. All right, going on to the next question. The category is movies. In what town does the movie Groundhog Day take place? Again, in what town does the movie Groundhog Day take place? I guess you're shit out of luck with this question if you've never seen the movie Groundhog Day. So, too bad for those people. All right, going on to the next question. The category is children's literature. What color is the little engine in the book the little engine that could? Again, what color is the little engine in the book the little engine that could? I have no clue why I'm asking children's literature questions on here. I feel like I honestly probably just should have passed that one, but it's in there. So if you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. Just like all the other questions. All right, going on to the next question. The category is sports. Who did Tony Romo replace in 2006 as the Dallas Cowboys starting QB? Again, who did Tony Romo replace in 2006 as the Dallas Cowboys starting QB? For those of you that don't watch sports, QB stands for quarterback. All right, and then the last question. The category is U.S. States. What U.S. state is nicknamed the Gopher State? Again, what U.S. state is nicknamed the Gopher State? All right, let's go through these answers now. The first question was, Machu Picchu is located in what country? The answer is Peru. I was thinking Japan when I saw the Pichu, but I would have been wrong. All right, the next question question or the next answer in what town does the movie groundhog day take place that would be i have no clue if i'm going to pronounce this right punxatani and that's in the state of pennsylvania so punxatani pennsylvania all right next question 
What color is the little engine in the book, the little engine that could? The answer is blue. Next question. Who did Tony Romo replace in 2006 as the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback? I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right either. The answer is Drew Bledsoe. I definitely pronounced that wrong. Drew Bledsoe. My bad. I'm sorry. All right. And then the last question was, what U.S. state is nicknamed the Gopher State? The answer to that is Minnesota. All righty. That's all the answers to all the questions for that round. Let's get back to the show. All right. That one actually didn't cut off on me there. All right. I'm back, people. So, uh, TGY TV, Tim Gilby, appreciate you being here. He got uh, none of the answers right today. Oh, come on, dude. Ugh. But we'll give you one of these anyway to try to make you feel better. Big tits. Here's one for you too, Mr. A. Big tits. How about one for me? Big tits. There we go. All right. I'm going to uh, go on to my last topic here. You know, I think I might have talked about this dude or this couple, uh, I don't know, months ago. I might have not. I really don't remember. I've been through so many topics on here that I don't exactly remember all the ones I talk about. But uh, I've definitely seen uh, a story on this dude before. His name's Shane Burka. And he has spinal muscular, I don't know, just like the uh, trivia game you just heard. Don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. But spinal muscular atrophy, atrophy. It looks like atrophy. Atrophy, we'll go atrophy. Spinal muscular atrophy. So he's been in a wheelchair since he's two. He's he's all, you know, disabled. He could talk and, you know, his face looks, you know, rel- you know pretty normal. But, you know, his, his arms and legs are all skinny. His hands are all, you know, they're twisted. He, I, I you know, you, you just look at him. You could easily tell he's disabled. Now, his wife, not so bad looking. Even though watching this video, I don't know, there's something about her. There's something I'm not digging about her. Something in that, uh, the way she's talking. I'm like, I I don't know. But anyway, when they got uh, married, everyone was like, oh, this is fake, or she's a gold digger, or she has a fetish. Because there was something just off with this. Because she's, you know, she's not a bad looking chick. And this dude is just, you know, he's disabled. You know, you wouldn't picture her wanting to be with, you know, someone disabled. And I think a lot of people were thinking that because of the sex. People would be like, you're, you know, you're a young woman, good looking woman. Don't you want to, uh, does she satisfy you? Now, apparently there was an article that came out that she said, no, he satisfies me. And it's like, I, I, you know, I didn't. Um, maybe at the time I read the article. I really don't remember if I read the article or not. But when I saw the, that headline again today, from that article, I was like, all right, she says he satisfies him. Did she say that it was sexually that he satisfies her? And if so, are they saying actual intercourse? Because I, I got to be honest with you, I'm looking at them right now. There's a video that I'm going to uh, play. I'm looking at them right now. And I think if they would try to have sex, she would break them. And, you know, if he got on on top of her, I don't know if he's capable of having intercourse. So, you know, there's a lot of people that, like, aren't getting this. Uh, I have this video here. I'm not playing the whole thing, though. I just want to talk about one thing in it. But in the beginning... This uh, video here, it's addressing rumors. And one of the things she does say is uh, a lot of people think I just got with him for, you know, fame and money or something like that. And I don't know. I, th- I think she pretty much was like, no, it's not like he's that famous or has that much money or something. I, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I don't necessarily think she did it for the money. But there was a part of me that, honestly, that thinks, she, yeah, she did it for attention. I think she, you know, did want people to see her. Be like, hey, look what I'm doing. This makes me feel 
good about myself or something. I, I don't know. There, there is something off. I don't know what it is. I don't know these people personally. But what what was the first thing that attracted her to this dude? Because usually it is something physical. You know, usually you see a person and you're like, wow, I think they're really attractive. Yeah, I should try talking to them. And, you know, and yeah, if we hit it off, maybe we'll go on a date. If they're good, you know, we talk on the date and they seem to have a good personality, we'll date. And if it was, if this was physical to begin with, if she like really did find this, uh, you know, him attractive, if she thought his looks were like a Zac Efron look or something, like, you know, a heartthrob look, then I don't know. Maybe she does have a fetish for disabled people. Now, that's another thing that they address in here, uh, that she has a fetish uh, for disabled people. And she laughed it off and was like, no, I don't. But I, I don't know. There, there, there's something that seems off, though, especially the way she talks. I, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily feel the, the love here. Also, she's like laughing at jokes he's making and they seem like very forced laughs and stuff. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what the, uh, their relationship is like or anything. I mean, I want to go blasting them and saying, you, 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 you two need to break up or anything. Like, whatever. They're happy. Go with it. Like, apparently they were saying people were like blasting their social media accounts and stuff. It's like, well, I don't really give a shit. But I, I do think there's something uh, fishy going on here. If anyone wants to see what the guy looks like, again, his name is Shane Burka, B-U-R-C-A-W. So there's this video here that says, my wife cheats on me. It's from his channel. And the reason why I'm talking about this, I, I, I might have talked about these this couple in the past, but I saw this uh, article the other day or video or something, and now I actually can't find it. And it said that he allows his wife to cheat on him. So I was like, all right, well, that kind of uh, means when they said in the past that he satisfies her. I guess that was incorrect then. And now he's saying that, that now they're saying that he lets his wife cheat on him. And, you know, I, I guess I get that on uh, both ends if he does let her cheat on it. See, now that article is not there, which makes me think maybe it was fake or something. Even though, wasn't there a video that went along with it? I don't even know. Someone can find it. Let me know. I'll have to, uh, to take a look at it. I couldn't find it before. But if, let's just say he, in theory, he does let his wife cheat on him. I, I, I don't know. I guess I, I see it with both of them because if she cheats on him and she's getting the okay, then she's like, all right, now I can have sex. And I still feel good about myself because I'm married to a disabled man. You know, because that's what a lot of people are saying. They think that she's only married to him because he's disabled. And I don't know. There's definitely a part of me that thinks that. And in his case, if that is the case, then he might be okay with it because he might feel bad. It's like, damn, she doesn't get good sex from me like, other married couples do like I feel bad I yeah no you could go but then in his head he he's also okay with it because he's probably just like well at least I'm married at least I actually have a decent looking wife you know it's like I don't know but at the end of the day also it's like if she is cheating on him whether it's allowed or not don't cheat on your husband come on seems like a very nice guy you knew what you were getting into. Don't cheat on him. And dude, even if you feel bad, don't let your wife cheat on you. I wonder if he, if, if that was true, if he actually does let her. If she tells him, it's like, hey, honey, I'm going to go bang this guy. Or if he doesn't want to know, but then every time she leaves the house, he's like, crap, I wonder if she's like banging another guy right now. Again, I can't find that article anymore, so there's a very good chance it was just fake to begin with. But, um, I don't know. I, I got this video here. Uh, let's see what they say when they're addressing the uh, claims that the wife cheats on him. So this video is from 2020. So these are, they're just reading uh, rumors or stuff that people say about them. And one of the rumors are that she cheats on him. 
So let's see what uh, they got to say. Let's see. I have a time here. One second. All right, should be around here. Let's see. Cheating on me. Oh, wait. You quite often over the two and a half years. Can you believe that? All right. Another it should be one here. That we've gotten quite often over the two and a half years that we've been doing this is that Hannah is and always has been cheating on me mm. to fulfill her physical desires, you know, with the with the implication that I'm not able to fulfill them. Yep. I got a message last night on Instagram from some fake account that was like this paragraphs long thing about how there's no way I could be satisfied and that I'm lying yep. and that, you know, it's not my fault, but I need to choose a better path in life and live my truth. I get emails once a week that say, <laughs> just so you know, Hannah's probably sneaking around behind <laughs> your back. There's no way that a beautiful woman would ever want to date you. That's well, okay. I'm not even saying that she sneaks around. I don't know. There, there's just something that I don't. I don't know if I could buy that she's really being satisfied by him. I, I don't think he looks capable of doing it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, hey, I, I, you know, he's just. I wish him the best. I really hope he he can have uh, the best of those experiences. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Let's see what else I got to say about this. Nice. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't know how we debunk this. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, I know where Hannah is. Like, you can make a porno or something. Ugh, no, don't do that. I don't want to see you guys doing it. Yes. I know. Like, it, especially this year. <laughs> but how do you debunk this? I know. Literally, how do you debunk this? I, I mean, to be like, it's just. You're an asshole. I know. You know, like, there's nothing we can say. I know. I mean, I, it does not to the example of like, let's imagine you and your partner are both able-bodied. Yeah. And people come up to you out of nowhere and just say, I think that you're cheating on him. <laughs> How do I know? You're pretty You're ugly. Idiot. Yeah, you're <clears throat> ugly. Well, I'm not saying the dude's like ugly or anything. I just, you know, I, it just doesn't look capable to me. I, get, I don't know anything about the spinal muscular atrophy. So, you know, you know, and I'm sure most people are ignorant to it. It just... Doesn't, you know, he doesn't look able to. You, what? Just ridiculous. Uh, Myth number, I'm not sure what we're at. I'm just reading off of the list. Um, Hannah has SMA and Shane does not, but they claim the opposite through fancy editing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why is this on our list? I made that myth up. That's my myth. Oh, boy. <laughs> may or may not be true. Hannah, k- k- stand up and walk. <laughs> Reminder, Shane. I uh, so I don't know if you could barely hear her chuckling there. It's like she's literally trying to laugh there. They there there is something that just seems very fake. Honestly, you guys could hear the guy here. He sounds like a cool dude. Like I'm not saying that a woman couldn't be in love with the guy. He, you know, he he's ha- he has a sense of humor here. He sounds like a cool dude. There there is just something that seems off to me here. I mean, the way that laugh seemed fake to her, I I don't know. There's just something that seems off to me. I don't know. When she stands up to walk, edit it so it looks real. <laughs> it has to look real. All right, go ahead. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Another one that's super common is that uh, I have a like disability fetish yep. or some sort of like control issue. Mm-hmm. I can't run away, yeah. so that's why she wants to be with me. Uh-huh. That, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hannah does not have that fetish. She does have a fetish. What's that? that I feel that we need to talk about here. Uh oh. And that is that when we are intimate, slightly embarrassing. I'm sorry, hon. <laughs> she demands that I be fully covered in peanut butter. <laughs> and it- see, the guy has a sense of humor. I'm not gonna, you know, he does have a sense of humor here. He seems like you know a nice dude and, and everything. I'm I'm not you know denying that. Like I just said, I could definitely see a woman liking his sense of humor. I don't know. I guess it's really just her. I don't, there's, I don't know. Yeah, you guys could tell me in the chat. I mean, you're only just listening uh, to their voices right now, but d- does something seem off? Something seems off to me. It's not like that. It's not an oral thing. We don't eat it. She just wants me to be covered in peanut butter for our intimate moments. And I shower off after. It's- I so you can't see her right now. She's like laughing silently. You know, she's like, has her mouth open, looks like she's laughing, but you clearly can't hear it. So it's like, are, are you trying to force a laugh out of you? 
I don't know. Huge <laughs> waste of peanut butter. It gets the bed really messy, but it's what she's into. So I indulge it because that's what you do for someone you love. Oh my God, I'm dying. I'm yeah, definitely, it definitely seems like you're dying there when you can't even hear your laugh because like no noise is even coming out. Yeah, that definitely seems genuine. To not move my legs or that I can't lift my arms above my head is not. A fetish that Hannah has. Just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> Imagine your first game while you were like... Wait, wait, wait. He was just saying he can't lift his arms above his head, but he could he could pleasure her sexually? Damn. I don't know. That wheelchair is very nice. All right, so again, can't really disprove this one, but maybe we can do a little test. Hannah, name the first attractive celebrity, not me, that comes to mind. Um, don't hurry, hurry. Taylor Lautner. Whoa. Taylor Lautner. My, my forever crush. Is that your forever crush? Yeah. Oh. All right, and Taylor Lautner does not use a wheelchair. No. So the myth is debunked officially. <laughs> I have one more. All right, I mean, I'm, I'm one that was very planned, I think. But also, aren't you, I don't know, like... Oh, damn. She likes dudes like Taylor Lautner. Guys like a heartthrob jacked and everything. Like, is there any sort of, uh, I don't know, jealousy now over people like Taylor Lautner? Protest. Uh, let's see. Well, I think there's one more uh, one more thing here. Pay very close attention to any physical response from Hannah when I say the following sentence. Monitor her eyes. They, <laughs> I'm so scared. Is it lost over with, you know, desire? Okay, pay attention. Hannah, will you turn my wheelchair on? Oh, oh boy, he's such a weirdo. He's trying Hannah. to be funny. <laughs> Are my tires clean? Ew. Or is there mud on my wheelchair? Can we move on on to the next one? How is she reacting? I'm feeling just fine. Uh, The next one, I think we can move on from this one now, is that I am Shane's nurse. Mm -hmm. Like his actual nurse. Like I think people think that maybe I went to nursing school. That you were like employed by the state (laughs) to take care of me. All right, that's enough of that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Something just seems off. Can't really put my finger on it. I mean, I'm not going to go and attack them or anything, go on social media and say, hey, you two shouldn't be together. The hell do I care what their reasons are? But, um, yeah, if anyone wants to uh, look into them, his name's Shane Burke. Uh, I guess her name's Hannah Burke. Uh, TGYTV Tim Gilby uh, said her Instagram has one million followers. Wow. So that, I, I don't know. I guess that doesn't make her case very well where it's, she's like, oh, I didn't do this for fame. And then it's like, well, here's one million followers on Instagram. I don't know. Put your thoughts in the uh, chat there if you have any more thoughts on it. I mean, his wife was good looking. He seems like a cool dude. I I guess there's always, you know, just that thought, well, for me, at least, the other people are just like, why would you be with a disabled man, you know, at all? For me, it's like, well, what was the original initial attraction? I think that's what I'm missing here. Was it a physical one, or did, I don't know, they, uh, did they go to school together? They happened to be in a group? He told her, I, you know, I don't know, was his story of growing up with it. And she was like, you know, wow, this guy's actually really cool as a sense of humor. I could picture, you know, I guess I could buy that. That, you know, that I could buy, but I guess I just don't know enough about them. I'm willing to admit that other people just jumping down their throats. But at the end of the day, good for that dude. He, uh, I don't know from his YouTube channel. I mean, they, they, I think, they had uh, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. I think it was close to a million. So he probably makes a living from that. Has a good-looking wife. He deserves a round of an applause. All right. There we go. All right, so that's the end of the show today. Hope you guys enjoyed the topics.
Uh, if you're listening to the Frankie D Show on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show. Make sure you uh, give me the thumbs up, ding the bell, do whatever the hell you're supposed to do. If you are uh, listening on any of the recorded platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, wherever the hell you're listening, make sure you follow me on those platforms and keep listening to the episodes on those. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Alrighty. Sound good? All right, I'm just going to uh, check chat one more time. Nope, no one had any more thoughts on that. All right, I should be back uh, next week live at 3 p.m. Eastern. And yeah. All right, thanks again, everyone. Peace.